You're listening to the Miami Guides podcast. To find out that there's a really vibrant tech innovation and startup community in South Florida and Miami in particular. And it's just, uh, we're really grateful to be part of it. And I think something we'll probably get into is what, you know, everyone's like, how on earth did you decide Miami out of, you know, all yeah, of the cities? Exactly one of the questions I want to ask. <laughs> why, why Miami? I, I know it's a beautiful location. Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Guides podcast where we chat with inspiring entrepreneurs, innovators and hustlers who are doing big things right here in Miami. We've set ourselves the goal of capturing the vibes of Miami and help you discover the magic of the city. And we're excited to be in your ears. Now today we are in Wynwood, Miami, meeting up with a special guest, a special guest I'm thrilled to share with you. Her name is Joanna Mikla, and she is the co-founder and CEO of Wingcode Academy. Now, Wingcode Academy is a technical training school teaching software development and product design. Well, their mission is to empower people with the education and the skill set needed to launch a career in technology. I'm so happy to have Joanna on the podcast because she has built something amazing at Wincoat and helping to drive the Miami tech industry forward. She is here to share the story of Wincoat and now have built a whole community and have already graduated almost 700 technologists. Joanna believes that every industry is a tech industry and technology is the language of the language of today. All companies are tech companies and need technology talents. Wincode launched in 2014 and soon will be celebrating their fifth anniversary. Joanna talks about the industries in Miami which currently are in need of technologists and developers. Joanna shared some great advice about the tech scene in Miami and also about what skills are the most important people should learn in the coming age of machines. Wincoat has a great mission and inspiring story I can't wait to share with you. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you guys an amazing guest, Joanna Mikla of Wincoat Miami. Miami Guides, and today we are in Wynwood at Wincoats, and we have a wonderful guest, Joe from Wincoats. Yay! Hello. Great to be here talking with you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. Great, so. excited to share. Thanks for featuring it. All right, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. Yeah, so Wincoats, uh, yeah, I'm really interested in yeah, what, what gave you the idea to start Wincoats, yeah, why did you start it? Great, yeah. So, so yeah, Winwood, Wincode, we put win in front of everything. There's right. a, a common theme here. We, um, my husband and I launched Wincode together. So we're co-founders, mm-hmm. co-CEOs. We launched Wincode in 2014. So we're coming up Cinco de Mayo, actually. May 5th is going to be our five-year anniversary. Oh, wow. 
congratulations. Yeah, so it's going to be really fun. It's uh, it's crazy how quickly and how slowly five years goes by when you mm. <laughs> launch a school. Right. So and and basically. WinCode is a technical training school, so we are teaching software development and product design, which mm-hmm. is user interface and design and an interface. And um, the key for us is really to empower people with the education and the skill set needed to launch a career in technology. And right. we love the fact that we could do it in a place where the tech ecosystem is still emerging so that we could have a really big positive social impact on being part of growing a community rather than, you know, we're both originally from Finland. We moved here from Toronto, both of which have very strong tech markets mm-hmm. and tech ecosystems. Right. We didn't want to just um, join a trend. We really wanted to be part of building something from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately why we chose Miami. And you know, there's something really beautiful in being the underdog as well. I, I always love the surprise when I talk to people who are outside of the market. Right. Uh, when they find out what we are doing here and to find out that there's a really vibrant tech innovation and startup community in South Florida and Mi- Miami in particular. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, we're really grateful to be part of it. And I think something we'll probably get into is what, you know, Everyone's like, how on earth did you decide Miami out of, you know, all yeah, of the cities? Exactly one of the questions I want to ask. <laughs> why, why Miami? I, I know it's a beautiful location. You have the ocean, the beach. But the last thing you talk, yeah, you can think about is programming, right? Because you want to be on the beach. <laughs> you know what? Funny enough, I, maybe it's the vibrancy and the, it's so bright here right. and it's so tropical and wonderful that maybe it makes the time indoors focusing and working hard easier because mm-hmm. you know you can step out into an environment where the rest of the world wishes they could live full time and only get to vacation. So, mm-hmm. you know, I uh, I actually don't often go to the beach. I thought when I moved here I'd go all the time. Right. But, uh, but that said, I do, I will say, every morning when I open my door and I see the palm trees and the sunshine and I have to remind myself it's February, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, the novelty hasn't worn off for me. I love... I, I love being down here, and I think it's the greatest life hack to... Take time off. Yeah, and greatest life hack really is to be doing something meaningful in technology, um, both for the people who go through the program and our team, in a place where everyone wants to vacation. So uh, we have the best of all of those worlds, you know, and uh, it's also really cool to be somewhere where things are still growing. It just right. means that this startup and tech ecosystem to me has been very collaborative and supportive and accessible whereas much more established tech ecosystems are a lot harder to break into so you know you can come to miami and if you do a good job uh whether it's as a software developer as an entrepreneur you can really carve a path for yourself and do well okay so you really saw a need in miami that's a lot of Companies are looking for developers, and yeah, it's also a great place, yeah, indeed to, yeah, sometimes take uh, take time off and to get some inspiration and get, keep it going again. So, uh, what's the difference between yeah, the tech scene, uh, the tech scene in uh, Miami and other parts of uh, the U.S.? If you look at other yeah. different cities, is there a lot of difference? Well, huge differences, right? So taking standard of living and climate aside, mm-hmm. um, and maybe even just taking an even further step back and looking at it even micro, macro level, which okay. is that, uh, you know, my take on it is that we, 
any city we would have chosen would not have failed because every city needs to build uh, a tech sector in and of its own self, right? And that's the, the reason for that is that every industry is a tech industry, right? And so because every industry is a tech industry, every city is going to need innovation, technology talent in order to feed the local businesses no matter what size they're at. Because there is no business today that can uh, make, market, service, advertise, whatever it is, without the use of technology, right? Mm. And so, so, yeah, tech is needed in every sector. Yeah, so. I, re I really think it's the language of the world today. You right. know? And if you want to understand the world around you today, you don't need to be a software developer, although that will help you immensely, or a product mm -hmm. designer. But you uh, certainly need to have... Uh, some level of understanding of how technology is built because that's our world today. And so right. for us, we really felt that, uh, you know, of course some cities are going to be more successful than others. And Miami right. do, did present a lot of risk because it's so unknown for technology mm -hmm. or was at the time. But it also that also meant that it represented a lot of opportunity. You know, so um, to be able to be here as one of the educator who, educators who is forging the technology talent mm -hmm. that's needed locally so that businesses can thrive here locally. Because okay. that's the, you know, the biggest demand. I mean, Code.org last year released uh, open technology positions in the U.S. alone that went unfilled. And that right. number is close to 600,000, right? So that it's oh, definitely okay. not a problem that's going away anytime right. soon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, this inter industry is uh, moving so quickly. And yeah, I, I understand that yeah, each sector yeah, needs uh, a tech developer. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular sector that you think that yeah, really needs to uh, step up its game? Uh, can be, uh, yeah, which sector should that be? Yeah, so, it's, it's, so it's, Miami yeah. in general is really known for hospitality and real right. estate. Uh, talk about two industries that, you know, are doing a lot in technology, but could do even more. You yeah, know, I I, was actually, <laughs> uh, yesterday I was talking to uh, you know, one of the guys in the, in the hospitality sector, mm -hmm. and what he was telling me is that uh, yeah, these big companies like Expedia and so on, the systems that they are using, it's, it's a three-letter system, but that system is so outdated It's yeah. like still they're working with like a DOS-based program. Yeah, like legacy too. software. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I guess that industry is really I, need to step up its game to yeah yeah to update the yeah. systems. Yeah, I think there's so much opportunity. I mean, the biggest hiring partners. So from WinCode, we've been around for five years. We've graduated almost 700 technologists. Mm. Over 315 companies have hired from our program, and wow. we maintain a 90% job placement rate, which we have reviewed and audited by a big accounting firm. And we okay. are one of only three schools in the country to do that jobs report transparently. Wow. Okay. So we're really proud of that and Great. proud to be doing it in a real, you know, uncommon tech market. Right. Um, but our biggest hiring partners are all in the, in the med space. So mm. they're all med care companies. Okay. So I'd say that's another area that, you know, we'll probably see a lot of really interesting stuff coming out of South Florida. Mm -hmm. And then another really exciting hiring partner that we have is Magic Leap, who's working in the augmented reality space. Oh. They're up in plantation and are potentially set to, you know, change the world as we know it today and how we interact in, uh, it. Are they based in Miami? Or? They're based in Plantation. Oh, okay. So just, uh, you know, right. northwest, right. about an hour. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it, it's, uh, it's been really great. It's really cool that you can be educated, trained, and hired and have a great technology career 
in South Florida, but you can also go to the beach when you need a break. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, definitely, that's it's a yeah, great lifestyle here, and yes, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's always something new uh, to keep yourself updated, and you have to uh, yeah keep your keep yourself updated with all the yeah new codes coming out. There's like a new yeah JavaScript framework uh, coming out like every month, so. Yeah, What's and then existing the, frameworks right. have new versions <laughs> coming out. Yeah, I think, you know, you asked, like, who really needs to update their software. I mean, I think it's more that companies, in order to keep up, they're going to have to set themselves up for constant change. Mm -hmm. And the bigger company you are, the harder it is to move quickly with change, right? Like, the less agile big companies right. are. And a lot of companies talk about and want innovation, but they, I feel that they are still defining what that means. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, banks, for example, many of them are understandably like security is an issue. A lot of banks are on legacy software. Right. And so to update and transfer that, there's there's a lot that goes into that. But, you know, the reality remains that the technology is going to be updating and changing all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, an even bigger problem that probably big companies will have in particular because smaller, a little more nimble and agile and can change more easily, even though there's costs associated, mm -hmm. is how do we set up the culture and how do we set up, set up our products and services where we do remain as up-to-date as we need to from a technological standpoint. One of the key ways that people do that is by having technology teams, right? Okay. Who, you know, I, I always tell people, especially someone who's building some new software, they want to contract people out to build an app for them. Right. Uh, there, there's no such thing as done, mm. right? right. Uh, software is a live, you know, think about it like a plant that needs to be exactly. maintained and nurtured. Right. And it's going to be bigger and stronger and more yeah. beautiful the more you nurture it. So, yeah, it's yeah. a continuous process of Continuous. optimizing and bug, fix, uh, bug fixing. All the time, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you think uh, more women should uh, join the tech sector? Mm. Great question. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, something that's really close to my heart, mm -hmm. there are not a lot of female founders in the coding school space, mm -hmm. let alone females who are working in the coding space. Right now, computer science degrees range from 14 to 18 percent women enrolled in those programs. 18 percent? Yeah, for, and it ranges from 14 to 18 percent. Wow. Uh, we're really fortunate in our programs that we're getting close to the 25 percent of people and women in our, our women in our programs. That okay. said, we committed two years ago to an initiative where we committed 1.4 million over four years okay. to get to gender parity across all of our programs. Mm. And why do we do this? <clears throat> uh, you know, Obviously, men and women are equal, so there's <laughs> there's that element of that. But but equality aside, it's been statistically proven that diverse teams build better products, mm. right? So it makes right. good business sense to have a diverse team. Mm. And something that's interesting from a report that came out by Deloitte is that 85% uh, of household buying decisions are made by a female. So okay. if we think about the world being a technology world, that means that uh, the builders and creators and marketers of products in the world today, if they are more reflective of the end user, mm -hmm. then you're probably going to build a better product, right? And, you know, Stanford and Harvard even to, you know, lots of other people have done a lot of studies about this. So uh, it makes business sense to have a gender diverse team. Mm -hmm. And so we really need to encourage women to get into it. Women also make for great technologists. Okay. Uh, the other flip side of this is, you know, every city is also competing to attract technology, talent, and good people, and also mm. to keep them here. Right. And I think for Miami, 
a huge competitive advantage. We have a real opportunity, since we have a more blank canvas than some established tech ecosystems, mm. is to build a gender-diverse tech ecosystem. Okay. It's much easier to build something like that from the ground up right. than to change very ingrained certain communities, right? So, like, mm. Silicon Valley wants to be gender-diverse, but there are, are heavy biases built into that ecosystem. Um, you know, aside from the fact that more women just, we need to also get more women's pipeline. So there's a, a number of different challenges there, okay. but nothing that we, we can't get through. So we have some very exciting partnerships we're going to be oh. launching in March, which is International Women's Month. Oh. Uh, and so diversity is a core element for us, and uh, we really believe in building a gender diverse tech ecosystem. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's important to have a balance. By working together, uh, they can build yeah, like wonderful things. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, definitely I'm uh, all for that. <laughs> <laughs> great, that's great. So, and, uh, yeah, if you look uh, into the future, what, what skills do you think yeah, is most important that people should, uh, should learn in the coming age of machines? Because yeah. now we have like you know, machine learning, AI, mm-hmm. all these new developments going on that it's yeah on the other side it's becoming yeah easier but at the same time it's it's also yeah it's kind of scary for developers because a lot of jobs are taken over by uh, this machines basically what kind of skill do you think is important (laughs) that's a great question all right um so uh, so something that's interesting is Even though technology and machines are running our world more and more, uh, interpersonal and soft skills are still paramount. Mm -hmm. So that's why for us, our mission is to build successful coders and product designers with business acumen. Mm -hmm. The business acumen side being like, you know, our curriculum doesn't just combine React. We also talk about how do you communicate effectively in a group? How do you resolve conflict? Right. Uh, how do you public speak? How do you present? You know, people want to hire good people and people want to hire people who can play well and com- collaborate and communicate mm. well with others, right? Right. And so uh, having these soft skills is super important. And I think also seeing how front and center technology is. Mm-hmm. If you are a technologist, you have to have the interpersonal skills because you have a seat at the table now, so to speak, mm. right? So you want to be called into the business meeting and be able to speak to people who are non-technical about what you're building and why it's important. Exactly. And you won't know how to do those things unless you right. practice them. So, uh, you know, dis- obviously we're tech first. We love it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always like early adopters of a lot of things personally mm-hmm. and as a team, but never to lose sight of interpersonal and soft skills and the importance of those things. And even when we talk to our hiring partners, because we're market-driven by you know, what we teach, we try to be as closely connected to what this market needs. Even before the technology skills, mm. uh, people talk about the type of people they want to add to their team. So right. I think that's really important. But uh, in, ter- in terms of general kind of skill set, uh, it's not, you know, it's, this is more about not being afraid to learn something new that you think mm. isn't for you, that thing being technology. Mm-hmm. I rather than a specific thing like you should definitely learn javascript or you should definitely Mm. learn python because just like learning languages once you learn one you can learn a lot of other things so I think the importance is you know there is a bit of a a myth or a fear that like 
technology or technology building is only for like really smart people who are like amazing at math, right? right. So I hear that a lot okay. as well. Yeah. And it's important to note that uh, the world is for everyone, so is technology. And open source languages, which a lot of technology is built on today, mm -hmm. is actually, it's more about puzzles. So if you like puzzles, you're probably going to like coding. Right. Uh, if you speak English, you're probably going to be able to look at code and read some words in there, because mm -hmm. most code uses plain English words, right? It's more about right. like, if this, then that. Exactly. Uh, it's not about like, what is this like crazy, scary algorithm I don't understand this right? right and so I really we we actually host a one day coding boot camp which we okay. have one <clears throat> once a quarter on a Saturday it's a full day on a Saturday we do it in Wynwood at the light box which is kind of a fun creative space okay. and the reason we do that is because I want to try to expose as many people as possible to getting rolling up their sleeves and getting dirty and actually trying whether it's product design or coding, mm. so that they can see that it's very accessible and it's for anyone. Right. It doesn't mean that everyone needs to become a developer, but having some level of understanding instead of being like totally allergic to it, right. uh, that's, I would say, like having the mentality of trying something new mm -hmm. and the, what we call growth mindset okay. is more important than... You know specifics. Of course, I have suggestions for if you if you know a hundred percent you want to become a software developer. What's the length? You know, JavaScript and React are dominating the market right now, so mm -hmm. that's why we teach it. Uh, if you want to be a product designer, you know, what are the key things you need to learn? Like, how do you go about starting a project? You know, all of those mm -hmm. uh, you know industry best practices. Those are important to know. But as general people. I think it's just the you know my message is like just try it it's for you mm -hmm. it's easier than you think it is don't just by trying it doesn't mean you need to become it professionally but it'll help you understand things better yeah, at I, least uh, learn the basics like yeah. html css javascript mm -hmm. and that you have some basic knowledge of uh, yeah, front-end development back-end developments yeah that's uh, yeah exactly yeah that's, uh, how the internet works uh, exactly <laughs> And it's also, not, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not a black box. It's no, all, it's, the answers are all there. At the end, it's like uh, yeah, a puzzle, what you said. Uh, and it's about, indeed, uh, yeah, you need to have soft skills. Because you're dealing basically with prob problem solving. And exactly. yeah, to find the problem, you need to understand how, how people think and yeah, what they are really, what's the real need to solve a problem. So mm -hmm. for that, yeah, you need people skills and... Also, yeah, pre presentation skills because you need to present what you're building and that needs to be communicated to other people. So, yeah, exactly. I definitely agree with uh, with that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so, so important. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can you tell a little bit about the different programs that you offer at uh, Wingcoats? Yeah, absolutely. So we do two full-time programs, right. which we call immersives. They're 10 weeks long, okay. and it's our web development program as well as our uh, UX, UI product design program. Mm -hmm. And those are zero to new career programs, or for an entrepreneur, zero to building your own prototype, for example. Okay. They're, they're uh, all in, like... Monday to Friday, 10 to 6, but really you're spending like mornings, evenings, weekends on it. Okay. Uh, so, so it is an all-in effort because it's pretty remarkable to go from zero to software developer, zero to product designer in that short amount of time. Mm. Um, and then we also do part-time programs. So for people who want to skill up or level up or 
you know, enhance their knowledge of something. Right. We do a digital marketing part-time program as okay. well as a front-end part-time program. So those are more about leveling up. It's not a career change. Those are not career change programs, uh, but they're certainly continuing education and, mm. and added to, you know, your arsenal of things that you understand and work with. And the other two are a complete career transformation and also potentially a life change as well. So, oh, really? It's a very, okay. it's yeah. a very, you know, acad- we're we're on this journey with everyone who comes through the doors. It's right. an academic and a professional development journey, but it's also a really emotional one. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it is a big leap of faith to put in the time and money needed to make a career switch. And the average age of our program is 29 years old. Okay. So most people wow. coming into our programs having had previous professional experience, mm. and. Uh, you know, I, I share the experience too. I had a really great job before that paid well, but something was missing. I didn't quite feel totally fulfilled mm. or I, you know, I wasn't quite in the path of something that I was like super passionate about, which I'm fortunate to be in now. Okay. So a lot of people are unified in their mission and our programs in that they want to find a fulfilling career doing something interesting in a field that has opportunity that's also engaging and creative. So okay. that's, uh, that's been great. Great journey to be on with everyone, but that's an emotional journey. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that's yeah, it's <laughs> wonderful. It's yeah, you for like a, a full stack package from beginning all the way to uh, you know, developing your career and basically your way of living mm-hmm. uh, lifestyle. Uh, well, that's yeah, that's I think it's really great. Yeah, it's um, great. What are your future plans for Wingcoat? So um, <clears throat> we. Really, I mean, Miami is our home now. We really believe in what's happening here. Right. And, and we really, like, you know, planted the flag in South Florida and want to mm-hmm. see great things happen here and want to play our part in elevating this ecosystem as much as possible. And the way that we're doing that is really by helping people and companies grow. That's our core purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we want to make sure that, the, you know, people have access to high-quality education and a pathway to a new career. Mm-hmm. And then, in turn, we want to make sure that companies come here, stay here by getting the technology talent that they need. You know, Amazon was looking at opening HQ2 here. Right. One of their biggest questions was access to technology talent, right? That was a huge factor for them. And so we want to make this an attractive place for individuals and for companies. For us personally, uh, you know, we've placed hundreds and hundreds of junior developers. So when you come into the program, you're a junior developer, not mid or senior, although I know Mm -hmm. we all finish programs and we want to know all the things mm-hmm. but if anything you actually learn you learn how to learn mm-hmm. and then you also learn how much you have yet to learn <laughs> oh, by, yeah, yeah, by yeah. starting the, any of these programs yeah you have to start from the you base. have to like that feeling yeah, yeah <laughs> and right. uh and so um for us we have placed a lot of juniors and then the next question companies were always asking us is hey do you have any mid or senior people who you would personally vouch for and recommend and okay. so that led to us launching Win Talent, which is our consultancy. Mm-hmm. And it's the consulting arm of WinCode, which essentially places vetted technology talent okay. uh, with partners as consultants uh, or as direct hires. And so we really also want to help innovate the staffing realm mm-hmm. and, and provide really great talent to companies uh, and, and targeted talent. So one of the problems that a lot of recruiters face is some of the most in-demand jobs are technology jobs, Mm -hmm. but the people filling those roles are people who don't actually know the technology themselves. And it's not necessarily that you need to know it, but 
you know, we have a team that can go, goes to a client, they assess what's needed from a technology standpoint. They themselves are developers, so they are really good at pinpointing who on our consulting team is best fit for the job that we're placing with a client. So that's been really successful. We're not, you know, we're doing it at a small scale, but we have some really great uh, companies that we work with already on that okay. level. And so we want to both educate and hire the technology right. talent and then connect it to all the companies that need the talent here. So that, that's what the future holds for yeah. us. Um, but I think for Miami, there's a lot of really exciting things happening. And uh, technology is one of the key things that's going to really change and, and innovate and drive this city forward. Mm. And I, uh, I love that it still surprises people. I mean, one day it's not going to be our best kept secret. And right. so I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts, but also be working very hard to make it known to as many mm. people as possible. That's the tech capital of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if we need to be the tech capital of the U.S., I think, uh, you know, and we certainly don't want to be Silicon Valley. I don't mm. think Miami is going to benefit from copying anything from anywhere else. Okay. I think Miami has a unique proposition. Right. It's a great standard of living. There are great people here. We're going to build a gender diverse tech ecosystem. Mm. Oh, people are accessible and collaborative. Those are really beautiful things that I hope we uh, continue to nurture and, you know, enhance even mm. further. And that, I mean, that alone is going to make this such a you know, different type of tech hub from other mm. tech hubs. Well, I think that's a beautiful mission. And I think, yeah, what you have built yeah, is amazing. I really like, yeah, the space. Uh, I like Wynwood. And I think <laughs> yeah, this it's is, great, so, right? yeah, one of the nicest area in Miami. So, uh, yeah, congratulations uh, on, yeah, soon it's five years you've been, uh, yeah, building this company. So thank you very much, and uh, thank you for your time, and it was great talking to you. Great, great talking right. to you, too, and if you ever want to, you can check out wincode.co right. backslash events, so if you want to come and try some coding yourself, right. or anyone out there, or product design, we're, uh, we're big on trying to give access to the community for trying this stuff out as well. So what's the be best place that people uh, can uh, so find you? wincode.co, which is W-Y-N-C-O-D-E dot C-O. Okay. And if you want to check events in particular, you would just do backslash events. To oh, that. okay. Yeah. I'll be sure to uh, share that on uh, <laughs> Great. the Miami Guide and uh, on the podcast as well. So, all right. Awesome. Thank you very much. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Johanna as much as we enjoyed creating it. You can find more information about WingCode in the show notes. And if you're passionate, driven and hungry, I'm confident that WingCode and Miami can provide a platform for you. Well, if you haven't subscribed to our show yet, please take out your phone right now and subscribe to the Miami Guide podcast so that you don't have to miss another show. All of our shows are also on our website, themiamiguide.com. I would love to hear your feedback about the episodes and appreciate if you would leave me a review on iTunes. We have more episodes coming up and we are brewing with ideas, stories and content I can't wait to share with you. We continue to seek on what makes people tick and make the invisible visible in our magic city. Once again, my name is Mike, 
And I'm here to inspire you with amazing stories, capturing the vibes of Miami, and help you discover the magic of the city. You can follow us online everywhere as the Miami Guides on Instagram and all the other major platforms. And our website, themiamiguide.com. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.